Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98 KUPD. 98 KUPD. Thank you, Silence the Voice. Uh, everybody's emailing me about this stuff. I think we've hit a nerve. The general public is tired of uh, being told uh, they're going to get shot. <laughs> and it's nuts. I, I kind of liken it to uh, we all. You ever lock a puppy up for too long? And then let it out, and it loses its mind for like a day because it can't be, you know, you can't have that. It's got that pent-up energy. That's us. We've been pent up, and they've given us a little, the gate of the, the cage open. You sampled. We lost our mind. The casino, uh, the other night, I'm in there, and uh, first off, there's cops everywhere because they just had somebody shoot somebody at the wild horse. Now, it used to be. Somebody get like it. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more at casino. That much money changing hands, that much sadness in a room, uh, and that much kind of disparity. I mean, it's a class war in a casino at all times that can change at the drop of a hat. I watched a guy in Vegas punch a machine and about break his hand, and there were about I've, and I bloody knuckles. Look, I'm shocked it doesn't happen more often. I think I told you I was, about that. And that yeah. dude was sitting there telling me uh, he'd lost like four hundred thousand dollars that evening. And he was losing everything. And they'll come up to you. If you play in Vegas, they'll come up to you and go, are you doing all right? If They, they know when you're losing it. Because I had a lady come up and said, you've won a lot. And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, why? And she goes, well, you're still here. And I'm like, I'm good. House money. And she goes, okay, I'm just making sure. Because oh, wow. she would paid me out a ton. And she's like, if he's still here, he may have already lost all that. And I'm like, I'm good. That's in a safe playing on house money. She goes, okay, just making sure. Well, right about then, some dude punched a machine. And I asked her, I'm like, because the lady, uh, the hostess was with me, and I said, uh, I, I, I would assume I'd see that every time I was here. And she goes, it happens all the time. She goes, did you see the reaction? There were like three cops, a medic, and an employee of the building. And she said, how fast was that? And I'm like, and she goes, we have a protocol to get them in and out of a room so quickly that you'd never know it happened. She goes, it happens all the time. So I'm, I'm not shocked. I thought casinos would have more violence and because you sit there and if you just lost your rent for two months or your house payment and the dude next to you just goes Wah-ha! and he's having the time of his life it might rub you the or wrong you're way. just on that machine and, that guy exactly. hits. Oh, that's the worst, and you yeah. just and you lost that's why i don't like people are like you play slots why don't you play blackjack and i'm like i've played i used to love blackjack until i'd sit at a table and it was me let's say brady's with me some lady and a guy and he's on third base or i'm on third base and i'm having fun I'm not worried about going to the point where I don't have I don't have enough money for bills. I got this. I'm fine. So I remember once I hit the dealer had like uh, I don't remember what a 14 or something, and I had some and I hit and the guy at the other end said, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm playing the game the way I want to. I'm playing a hunch. I'm allowed to do that. You're yeah. screwing it up for everyone." I'm like, nope. "I understand that." She still got the 14. She's gonna bust. If she busts, it doesn't matter what I do. You take that face, and he's losing. I'm like, this is why I won't play with you guys. Yeah. It's yeah. like you, it's too important to you. You got to play for the table. Yeah. If this thirty dollars, yeah. screw you. Yeah. If this thirty dollars is detrimental to you, because I decided to make a move against the book, what are we doing? Right. Like, what? What's the if fun? We're all just, just gonna play by, play that by the card, book. What's the fun? Then just deal, and we won't say a word. So then that happened, and then another time I was playing, and a guy lost his mind at whoever was playing first base and i was in the middle i'm like this isn't fun for anybody if you guys don't know each other and everything he does is destroying your finances you shouldn't be here right 
And my buddy Mark's getting a massage at the table. And, <laughs> and the problem, oh, you don't know because you're up 1200 bucks. You sat down five minutes ago. And I'm like, Isn't that, that's, that's none of your business. Yeah. It gets your hands out of my pocket. So then the next thing you know, Mark and I are like, let's get out of here. Like this jackass is gambling for a living. And you know that's going to lead you right down a path to being a jackass. So he's playing blackjack to pay bills. Eventually, that dude's going to be someone you don't want to hang out with. When a rube like you sits down at the table, yeah. I just get up. Yeah, and, good. You know, good on you. Like, yeah, good. Leave the table good. to me. <laughs> but I'm at the casino Saturday. It's crawling with cops, and I'm like, they know. The shooting up there, a wild horse, has everybody thinking. There's, and then I'm like, wait a minute. There's like lights everywhere. Uh, everywhere. And I asked the guy, I'm like, what's going on? He goes, somebody, I didn't know what happened. He goes, somebody just shot out of here. He said, did you see the field driving in? And I'm like, no. They're searching for him. There were cops, I mean, everywhere. Wow. And some dude ran off into that field across the nor- the south side of the... Through the golf course? No, the golf course is kind of east. Uh-oh. This is north gotcha. heading, I guess, that where Dobson Road turns into a canal sort gotcha. of thing. I don't know where it was. But it was just off into the field in the res. And there's like, I'm like, wow, it's dotted with cop lights. And the cops wow. are in there and the parking lot i'm like well this is great so it was weird but People everybody's on machines edge. we feel like the gate opened and now everybody's losing their minds like it's it we're puppies that got caged up we're acting nuts and uh the lady just emailed me she's uh julie she's uh she's a react defense she goes up there uh to the react defense place for tactical black training and she did their rape prevention seminar or as i like to call it the rape class which they hate when i do that like oh did you go to the rape class it's rape prevention well people get that you're no business in their right mind is going to have an actual rape class or would they is that the idea anyway so uh she went up there and she goes thanks for promoting the uh the whole deal up there at uh React defense. I've been going for three years now, and I absolutely love it. I did the rape prevention on Saturday, and it was amazing. They zip tie the ladies. They 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 zip tie them and attack them, and they train you first during the prevention, and then they say, "All right, let's put it to use." And then, and it is real. She goes, "It's empowering, exhausting, and I only fought for like fifteen seconds. It's a real eye opener." You're right. This place is simply awesome. And I said, "Well, good on you." I said, and she wants to do the plane seminar because her husband was on a flight this weekend. And said that uh, as the as the thing was uh, you know letting out, everybody's getting off the plane. People are losing their minds, being pe- jam packed in a plane together. They're still worried about COVID. And two ladies started fighting. She goes right there, just like right at the thing. She goes, so now I'm going to do the plane seminar too because we're all losing our minds. Everybody's thinking they're going to get shot, or just constantly being told you're going to get hurt. Everything bad. It's nuts. You're fine. You're fine. Everybody's okay. Don't don't buy the news. And I think we, so because the uh, the dance floors are certainly packed at the clubs. Out of are you doing some clubbing this weekend? No, a buddy of mine went out Friday <laughs> date night with his wife, and he's Wait, like, everyone is out, and it's elbows. You have clubbing? friends who club? Well, they did that night. What club? Old people clubbing? No, it was it was in downtown Gilbert. <laughs> That's not a club. <laughs> Brady, they went to Dirk's Bentley's place. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, come on. Knocks, That's family. It closes at 10. I like an old town oh, or something. Man. I was nervous for you for a second. You're going to get killed. You're actually you're Gilbert clubbing. <laughs> it is the closest thing. No, it isn't. You've not because been to a club in a Because there's not country music playing out there. They were barring. Oh, so it's African-American based yeah. tribal drums. <laughs> yeah. and you have to clubbing that's music. That's not clubbing. <laughs> I guarantee it's all from 2005, too. It's getting hot in here, so hot because that's who's there. Is a bunch of four. I asked them about the yeah. club, and they're it's not like, playing. I go, did you feel like you were the oldest people there at the? They're in Gilbert. Like, they're target audience. It's a little bit younger crowd. Young people are not going to Gilbert clubs. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, young to you, thirty thirty five. Nobody, young nobody. whippersnappers. Nobody goes. Let's hit those hot ass Gilbert clubs. They're going to Scottsdale. It's not that far. If you're in your 20s, you're not going they to the guzzle down a couple clubs. of tacos. <laughs> they went over to Joyride. <laughs> she had a glass of wine, felt Postino. frisky. She's like, let yeah. me get these bedazzled dancers shaking. <laughs> Don't call it that. They went to a Gilbert restaurant where dancing happens. Might as well be an Grinding. Might as well be elbow an Elbow to elbow. Brady, just... it's, just, it's Arthur Murray on steroids is all you got going on. <laughs> Calm down about your Gilbert clubs. Ugh. The point is, there is no room on the dance floor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me get to my point. That was your point. Yeah. Thank you. We'll be right back with more Crossfire after this. <laughs> well, then, it was just a packed club is what you're saying. Well, it was a very yeah. crowded place. 
not to belabor the point of that's not a club, it's crowded. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Lots of places in Gilbert are crowded. They're very safe there. They look around and go, everybody looks like me. See you at church tomorrow, Terry. He was just uh, all bent out of shape because he needs the five-foot circle to do his was moves. Laser? And he couldn't do his moves. It's laser. No, Billy. No. Billy. Who's Billy? Another neighbor? Yeah. Oh, Who's Billy? Billy? I don't know Billy. He lives in another neighborhood. I golf with Billy. Oh, okay. Okay. Billy the clubber. So Billy was out clubbing so hard Saturday. You had time to get up for your Putting tea time Sunday. Grind, what time misses. was tea time? Sunday. 6.58. So he wasn't clubbing that late. <laughs> it was Friday. It's Gilbert. Oh, he clubbed sakes. Friday. He clubbed Friday. <laughs> Gilbert clubbed Friday. <laughs> had to recover Saturday to make that 6 a yeah. tea time because yeah. that hard ass. <laughs> oh, man. Wrote it hard. Key Custer uh, emails and said, he's funny, says, uh, news of a mass shooting is just like 9-11 at this point, or Toledo's dad leaving. Sure, it's tragic, but we all u- we're all used to it now. It's so sad it's become funny. It is. It's sort of like your dad's story. It's like we've, we've beaten it into the earth. Yeah. Dealt with it. Scott Haynes said, don't worry about that. Uh, Jack Ducey was at the Celebrity Theater this weekend, and he said he stayed and picked up uh, after all the shells because he's a very responsible young man. That's true. His dad's the governor. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Double Scoop. Hilarious. Double Scoop! You shoot, I scoop it up! <laughs> Double Scoop Jack Ducey up in this bitch at the Little Dirk show. <laughs> Double Scoop. He produced that show. I'm sure he brought it to town. This is a Double Scoop production, Jack Ducey up in this bitch. <laughs> Coming up next month. Drop the mic, yo. Gunshot! Oh, no! <laughs> You know where uh, Jack Ducey was this weekend, spinning his hits? Go ahead, Brady, say it. The Dirks Bentley. The Dirks Bentley show. Lil Dirks is what we call it in Gilbert. That's Lil Dirks. It is. Smirchella was going on over there at uh, Celebrity Theater. Lil Dirks Bentley. It's 9 o'clock, honey. We've been shaking our tail feathers now for two hours. (laughs) When does it end, the fun? (laughs) Gilbert Palooza. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh, hold on a second. Is this common? This, my jam. <laughs> this, my jam. Oh, oh what, what, what? Ride it, my pony. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, how I, was I, the urban crowd there? Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Oh, urban. Yeah, all the blacks <laughs> can't wait to drive over to Gilbert and feel There's one feel working the door. That's it. They hired one for authenticity's sake. It's almost like a wooden Indian at a cigar shop at this point. You need to become familiar with the term urban again. There's a black at the door. It's classic. Classic club. Hard edge. When? Club in this. How old's Billy? 40. All right. 40, Enough 40. of your stories. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> now I want to go, though. Just a little. Oh, because oh! how many times did you hear it? This my jam. We used to dance to this down at U of A when I was getting my doctorate. Right. Get out here, hooker. <laughs> oh, it's got to happen. Me and all the bros in the frat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we used to we used to rage to this down at the house. Oh, ride it, my pony. <laughs> 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 Play the thong song. All right. Check it out. The sprinkler. Yeah. And what? nothing worse than the DJ going, all right, all right, Gilbert. <laughs> Never. <laughs> How many we got up in here? Gilbert going to church tomorrow? Let me see them hands, Mormons. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and you don't need to put- DJ Higley yeah. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to thank all the people out here at Morrison Ranch giving us this land. <laughs> this used to be all farm country now. I didn't like that. <laughs> I ain't about all that. I ain't about that. Let's spin some beats. Right at my pony. Let me hear you say HOA. <laughs> DJ HOA is great. 
<laughs> You're killing it tonight, Holmes. <laughs> Gilbert Club. Next time Billy says, so the wife and I would club it last night, you're like, punch him square in the nose. Hard. Rare back. Still had his hammer I mean, pants keep on it, Keep it compact. Before. You want to keep it compact. You get the elbows in and really just straight through, twist the head, get your hips behind it, and put one through his head. The little missus and I were clubbing last night, and then we were over to the Dirks. And you were was, at Dirk Chella? No, no, God, no. Oh, my God. So urban. We were at the Dirks Bentley. It was urban with the guy at the yeah. door. They had a black at the door. We almost didn't go. It's getting crazy honey, there, honey. honey. There goes the neighborhood. Let the Negro go inside. I've heard that one. That's good. There he goes, standing in front of the Dirks. We'll wait in the car until we find out what he's up to. I think he works there. Well, that's nice of them. <laughs> Let's get out there. Come on. This is my favorite. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Well, at least they've got Jungle an, love. They've got an, uh, Come on, baby. Turks Bentley Club Night. Throwing down. Gilbert. I got to go to that. And you people in Gilbert believe that that's a destination for the youth. <laughs> he I, buy, I buy into it, man. Sure. So a lot of those kids in Tempe are like, we could go to Mill. Why? When there's Gilbert. <laughs> no, not a thing. Not a thing. But I want to go now. You're selling me. They're, I oh. mean, everything's the whole block turns into a club. Forget it. I'm sure. It's 10 p though, and then it's like we got to go home. Got church at six. I got a tea time. <laughs> you know what never happens in a Scottsdale club? We got to go, player. Got a tea time at six. I got to be up by four forty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Lamont's got a tea time. We got to roll. We got to bounce, bitches. My boy's got a tea time. <laughs> yeah, got to be got to be spry and fresh tomorrow. Brady's been playing some good golf. Tea times. You got to finish up the field. We playing the snake in the morning, man. We got the snake. I three putt, I'm out. I'm not paying any bitches. It's because I'm all clubbed up. Please. Bad day Stop on the it. golf course. Lost my entire year's supply of food. Our storage. When you play uh, the LDS guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You lose all your queso cheese and and perishables. (laughs) I love your story about Gilbert. I just love it. Uh, And something I saw this weekend, too, Brett, that made me sad for you is that did you see Robert De Niro talk about why he can't turn roles down? No. His monthly payment to his ex-wife is $375,000. He needs a new lawyer. While they're working on the prenuptial agreement that she just scratched out. She spent a million seven on a ring for herself. And that's why De Niro has to do bad grandpa too. And like he's like, he has to take all these roles, which I thought is the saddest thing in the world for what would have been, and I know this hurts you, maybe the greatest series of films anyone had ever had up to about Meet the Fockers. And then you're like, what's he doing? Every movie he's done since then has been just dreadful. What was that one, 15 minutes? Was that with Kelsey Grammer? And, uh, was he in that one? Yeah, and that's when you're kind of like. Yeah, that was the media one. I can't keep up with him now. No, he because just, he just, it, so like you said, he just, he'll take whatever. You. He's the in fan. This? Yeah. yeah, the fan was kind of almost there. I could mm. see where he made that mistake. Yeah, That, could be, that, that movie might have been good with different editing. Like it's yeah, the, the story's okay. If you, I mean, you can see. I, know, I thought he was. I'm a crazy friend. I thought the ending Wesley sucked. Snipes. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah the yeah, ending, yeah. but but you could see the pitch to De Niro on that, going, ah, all right, I can do this. This is good. I liked, and then they screw it up with editing. Bad Grandpa, the intern. I don't know if you've seen yeah. the intern. Oh yeah, because you like that crazy Graves disease girl that's in the intern. Uh, Anne Hathaway yeah, is she in there? Yeah. She's the boss. She's oh, yeah, Robert De Niro's right. boss. Which is painful. But you look at his IMDb page. I'm and looking you're at like, it right now. Oh, my God. I'm hoping. Has he collaborated with uh, Nick Cage yet? It's That's coming. That's a power deal. All right. right we'll there. do it. Nick Cage and I, we got to pay that lady 375 a month. So then he said, without any. So the story goes, he's paying her almost 400 grand a month. And he, and he cuts it back to 100 without any, like, screw this. Ah, you're getting 100. Screw that. Signed De Niro. That's, you got an autograph. It's worth more. So he gives her the check. She throws a fit. And now they're back, you know, screaming and yelling at each other, which is why he's got to do these terrible movies. How in the world, as a human being, can you feel good? I don't care what the other person did about 
four hundred grand a month just because you know that person. How does that feel okay? And I don't want to say it's mostly women because Parker Stevenson's notorious for when he divorced Kirstie Alley for asking for uh, quality of lifestyle money. Yeah. That, but he was shamed greatly for asking for it. You're a man. Go get a job. Like you're Parker Stevenson. You're on Baywatch. You divorced Kirstie Alley. And I don't remember the number. It was it was pretty Like 23000 at the time. Yeah. It was oh, pretty yeah. – early 90s were like, Jesus, yeah. Kirstie Cheers that has to pay. That was just one of the – Right. And then support, he got another. a ton right off the bat. He got yeah. a house. And then wanted like 26000 Or no, it was like – yeah, it was $26,000 a month just for him. Yeah. And then she paid all the bills. So it yeah. ended up like hundred grand a month. Back in 1990, which is pretty much asking, pushing De Niro numbers. Yeah. Again, we don't know the full size, but you're asking about it. So if he's able to pay that, I mean, like if you're separating, well, and like, you, how long were they together? It, I hate uh, to say I it, forgot, but it was like 20 like, years. I'm so, able you're to have McDonald's every morning mm-hmm. for breakfast. Right. But, but Dr. Dre shouldn't. and his wife, now she's oh. mad, and, she's, and he's like, she's after my money. And that's what she's after. And it's, yeah. it's scorned revenge stuff. But there you stayed through, like, like evidently it was abusive. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what she's claiming. Like, you stuck around through that, and now now the only punishment you've got is try to take his Beats fortune, which you won't right. do. You get a third of it. it. It stinks, but what the 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 deal behind that is they're, they're supposed to be living – you're supposed to be living equal right. lifestyles. So if he's paying that – that's I mean, because like if she that's, was getting that's such a misguided thing. It is though. because it, it Robert is. De Niro has to work, so it isn't. You yeah, know what it is? She doesn't have I to know. work. It's the, it's the same thing when you buy a house and you're talking to somebody and they're like, "Here's what you can afford." Yeah, and it it's eye opening. Like you could you, oh, yeah. sometimes you make money, like you make like eighty grand a year, and they're like, "You can get a four hundred thousand dollar house." I'm like, "I can't. Oh, yeah, you can afford this if you spend all of your money right. on this house." Yeah. Right. And they'll tell you without batting an eye, "You can afford this." Well, that's the same thing as happened to De Niro. Sure. You've got this, yep. but that's all of it. Yeah, like everything a yep. month, and I know he's got more. You've but got it's no like, wiggle you start room seeing your money years. going backwards. It's like, well, this isn't. So you got to check for a hundred. I need somebody to whack her. I need a house painted, and that's where it's going to end up. Is that Joe Pesci's going to kill this woman? That's going to be a great movie. Oh, it's got to be better than the Irish. Make a movie called De Niro <laughs> and let him be in it. I got to get rid of this lady here. Oh, you know, Robert, I don't, Bobby, I don't think we should do it. I got I got to paint a house. I got to get rid of this. So yeah, I I don't understand that. At the same time, it's set in numbers that don't register to me. Yeah. But if Robert De Niro has to go back to work to to sustain his spouse's lifestyle, how is that living equally? Yeah, and uh, you know, again, the thing about that is, if if you maybe a lot of times you don't realize that's what it is. You know, like if you the minute you got married or he married yeah. her, yeah. Here's the deal behind that. You know, oh, we get a, the deal. And I'm then saying, you no, just but, all of a sudden, when it comes down to it, it yeah. But if you're trying to defend, it's a lifestyle thing. I get that. Yeah. But if you're breaking the other person, then you're harming one lifestyle to sustain another. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you throw the kids end, into the yourself. mix, well, it, that, they're they're in their seventies. So if there's yeah, kids yeah. in the mix still, then well, I don't know <laughs> if he's, all there. And I think he's done. He had them right? late too. He had them late, yeah. but I, I don't know if they're if he had them that late. And she's sixty six. So I don't know how late they could have. He's seventy seven. I mean, yeah. how long can this guy work? And what he's you know, taking everything now. Yeah. I'm an expendable. I'm going out. I'm going to be one of the slow <laughs> expendables. Watch <laughs> this. Ah, kick you in the face. That's a bad guy move. The Shining 2. I tell you what, I wasn't in the first one, but why not? <laughs> Got the wrong guy. I know. <laughs> eh. Doesn't make any sense. All work, no play. Makes Robert De Niro very uncomfortable. What are we doing in this hotel? It's freezing. I don't know. Bad script. Got. I need the money. <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Tell you what, another one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I'll do it. I'm in. Aha, wrong guy. <laughs> That's Wrong guy. Catch, catch the whole movie. <laughs> what are we doing here? Do you remember when we filmed the first one? Wrong guy. I don't know what you're talking about, but you got the wrong guy. I don't understand it. I don't understand that mentality of, okay. He's got an eight-year-old. What? He's got an eight-year-old. With her? Wow. Yeah. What? Helen Grace De Niro. That can't be possible. They must I, have been. You got to pay for the kid. That's, that's 10 years. Let me see here. 10 years on the, the kid. kid. Uh, Robert's youngest daughter, child is Helen, who was born via surrogate yeah. in 2011. Man, oh man. And somebody says, De Niro's doing just fine. He owns Nobu. If you buy one sushi roll there, you pay his ex's alimony. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Nobu's a little heavy. 
Nobu's just a touch heavy, but it's good. I don't know. You got a sushi roll. Got to pay for my child. I had an eight year old, sixty nine. Had a kid. That's why he's taking rolls too. Hold up a get out of the house. Eight year old. I thought I read she was sixty six. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Bad grandpa too. I'll do it. She's sixty six. Yeah, they did it surrogate. Surrogate. Yeah, surrogate. Oh, I didn't hear that part. I was gonna say she's having babies at fifty eight. I don't know. I married this crazy lady, but I just don't understand that. I don't understand that Robert, and maybe he's, you know, maybe it's all a play to make it seem like poor pitiful me. And I don't know you're going to get a whole lot of sympathy. But if he has, I guess it's just my feelings for Robert De Niro and Casino, where I wanted this. I mean, think of the roles Godfather, Deer Hunter, Raging Bull, Casino, Goodfellas, Bad Grandpa, Taxi Driver, uh, Meet the Fockers. And you start going, something's different right here. This area here, this, this timeline here doesn't. His decision making was phenomenal. Heat, and now what's oh, going on? Ronan. What's going on? Ronan's a little off. <laughs> it's kind of funny. my buddy Reggie tries to tell me how great Ronan is. He sent me a DVD. He stayed at my house for two days, and the gift was his old pants and DVDs. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I got Reggie's pants. Well, they're a little big in the middle here, Reg. That's because of my my joint. Uh, well, I guess unless someone touches it, it looks like I had parachute pants for just the crotch. But, yeah, he's like, these pants don't fit me no more. And he left them, which was nice. I wear them. They're good pants. And then some DVDs because he's like, you got to do Ronan. Get Ronan. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. He, he's slow. tried really hard to convince me. But Ronan I could see maybe being. But, man, that laundry list of garbage. Oh, there's 15 minutes. I don't remember that one. 15 Minutes was Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, and, that's the one we were – okay. Yeah, you know what's crazy okay. about that one? My memory of that movie is limited, but – I saw it in Pasadena, California, and midway through, I was I turned to the guy next to me. It was Michael Keaton, which is just such an L.A. thing. It's like in Pasadena, of all places. Went in and see 15 minutes. It was De Niro and Kelsey yeah. Grammer, and you're like, this might not be bad. That was before we, we realized De Niro owed us some money for what he was about to do for, for his name being Pouring on the marquee. Out. Well, the name on the marquee is enough to get me to go. Yeah. Not anymore. So I'm there, and the movie wasn't very good, and Michael Keaton was next to me, and I was super distracted by that. Because I'm like, hmm, Batman, neat. And then I watched him eat popcorn and stuff. It was weird. <laughs> I think I watched him more. Like, I wanted, like, he was just, and the funny thing is, Michael Keaton eats popcorn like there's not any more popcorn. Like, this is the end of popcorn for civilization. It's like his hand, <laughs> like his hand was just, he wasn't even close to chewing the, before the next handful went in. I'm like, Keaton crushes popcorn. I know you don't think it's Alan Alda, but how did Alan Alda eat? Uh, it wasn't Alan Alda. It was a guy who has to be Alan. Uh, no, what? what are you so, my social anxiety disorder has been around for a long time. <laughs> I have right. trouble doing things alone. <laughs> this is such a weird story. <laughs> yeah. So, remember Rosie Cheek Brett that yeah, worked yeah. here? The other Brett. Mm-hmm. He tells me to go see a movie called Sucker Punch because it's great. Now, Sucker Punch is just this kind of artistic girl. It's a girl power movie. I didn't know Brett was this feminine at the time. I thought he was kind of a dude. So he gives me the suggestion. About robot Nazi World War II fights, and it's girls in an insane asylum, and it's kind of got this, it's filmed the way 300 looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, girls were kind of hot, and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll go to this. So I was in L.A. that weekend, and I was by myself during the whole day. So I'm like, I'll go to a movie alone. I've never done that before. I don't know if I can. I'm going to try to conquer this fear of going places all alone without having a, a, an anxiety attack. And, and I'm like, leaving. So I... Dude, one please. And that was the hardest part of the whole day. One please for Sucker Punch. <laughs> go in, get the ticket. I go sit down. Relatively empty theater. In wanders Alan Alda. The Alan Alda? And sits two seats for I'm me. convinced it is. This is no. This is the weird. So I'm like, great. Social anxiety. And I got Hawkeye. <laughs> two down from Legend. Me. And he's alone. And we're sitting there and the thing goes. And the. Credits start coming up, and the girls are in it. And he says to me, and and later Bill Hader does an impression where he says that I just saw this a little bit ago. He says this exact same line where he turns and he goes, "I hear the girl in this is fantastic." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." And I look forward, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me that I'm watching Sucker Punch with a guy who got an award from the National Organization of Women as an honorary woman." And this is just a beat fest for teenage boys, as all this movie turns out to be. 
And I turn and I look and I look away and I keep looking and I'm looking away and I look away and he looks and he goes, it's me. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> <laughs> That's know, funny. Like, no way. <laughs> so I get in the car and all I'm saying to myself is, I hear the girl in this. It's fantastic. I'm going to go watch Margaret in the shower. <laughs> so I'm working on an Alan Alda impression. I'm so excited. And then I'm reading. Uh, like it, was, it turns out there's a dude in Burbank that looks just like Alan Alda that wanders up and bothers people. No cameras, uh, nothing. I think it was him. Been. Had to be. But Alan Alda wasn't going you, to sucker. Punch. But the other thing you said, you reached uh, back of your head, and there's like this sticky stuff, and you look back, and Fred Willard. Was <laughs> Fred the Willard was like, "Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I have a real wet wagon." I'm like, hey, Willard. You know, all they're trying to enjoy this jerk festival. So he's such a. I, I guarantee, if we could, I, I almost want to get Alan Alda on the phone. And say, you? I, you've had a great career. Blah, blah, blah. Did you see Sucker Punch at the Glendale Americana? <laughs> of course I did. I was there for hours. It was great. The girl, girl was fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, it was you. <laughs> I hear the girl in this is fantastic. I mean, that rings in my right <laughs> ear me. right now. And then, I mean, I must have looked at him 20 times. It's me. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> And then I didn't know what else to do. I didn't say another thing. I just stared at him. Like, it's Alan Alda. Hawkeye. Don't you wish there was nudity? <laughs> yes. I'm so aren't hard an, right now. Aren't you an honorary woman? <laughs> Are you hard? Like, you're so left, woman-friendly. They gave you MASH seven years in and said, you write all the... And then this show turned into, like, a sympathetic, you know, weird... MASH wasn't funny the last six years when Alan Alda was the main guy. Got a little more political. The first six years, it was hilarious, and then he took over the stories. People forget that. Like, yeah, and then Nash got heartfelt. really weird. A whole bunch of it was weird at the end. It became friends in army drag. <laughs> yeah, well, they had laughs, yeah. but yeah, they had a dude in drag, and that was kind of the funny thing. And outside of that, would they even allow Klinger on TV now? Yeah. I don't think so. How could I don't, you not? No, no, no. I'm saying because he was because he was he was say because he wasn't the real transition. No, one? no, the fact he, that he was he's crazy. Doing it, yeah, and he was doing whatever he could yeah. to get out of it. Dressing like a woman was his way of saying, "I'm insane. I need to go." Like only an insane. So you're person saying would these people are insane? Yeah. But, we, but we see that it didn't work because he was still there. Well, right, because he needed bodies in Korea. I don't know why. Look, it's. We're breaking mash down a little heavy, but I just don't think it would work out. As, I don't think no, because you're an insane ma- person. Yeah, you're yeah. making fun of them. Yep. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't maybe think maybe not. Allowed. You're, okay, you're right. Maybe not that character, but that exact character. But they would definitely put a transitioning man in that kind of role now. <laughs> See, but, yeah, this Scott Haynes guy is solid. Uh, he goes, uh, Cajun De Niro could be in the last Ir- the Irish Wickerman. <laughs> <laughs> I understand we paint houses. I paint houses. I don't, what, what are you exactly? <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> Put them in everything together. Yeah, I look. Yeah, that was a weird one for me. I drove around. I was in uh, Studio City, California. I was in Glendale. I went to the. I drove around for hours. And every stoplight, I was on my phone. A Blackberry at the time. Searching out Alan Alda and where he lived, like because you can find celebrity. I was doing that too. Did he live near there? He wasn't anywhere near it. He lives in like Westchester in the East Coast. Oh, he didn't even have a house in Los Angeles. Why in the world could, was could he? Could have on, had a meeting yeah. there and just checking <clears throat> on out Grand Avenue in Glendale. No, no, he's around that area. No, could have gotten a hook. I'm just going to pull the... over and see a new movie <laughs> here at a mall. He wasn't going. He could call <laughs> him up and go, "Hey, theater. can I get uh, Sucker Punch sent to my house?" That's all he'd have had to ask. There's never anyone here, and all the people that are here usually have social anxiety disorder. It's well, me. Well, you nailed it. It's me. <laughs> he did it on purpose. Alan Alda, first off, if it was really him, wouldn't have said anything to me no. to start. I'd have had to start it. He's not going to engage conversation with the dude at the corner eating red vines. Holy. I hear the girl in this is fantastic. <laughs> yep. I heard that, too. I just sat there all creeped out. There's Alan Alda. Now, had like BJ come in or something. And the whole cast like sits down. It's a mash reunion for Sucker Punch. I'm in, but it wasn't him. But yeah, evidently there was a dude. He got hit by the nub of radar. In fact, I didn't read it. It is him. I don't know if Caliendo told me <laughs> that nub radar had. People don't know that <laughs> Gary Berghoff had half a hand. He's on the match game. They hide it on the match game a lot. Um, 
some some celebrity told me no, there's some guy impersonates Alan Alda. It might have been Craig Gass. It runs, was. Runs it wasn't too long pretends. ago. Yeah. No, no, this was years after because I'm like, I, this happened. Yeah. He's like, no, it did. Oh, it was Kevin Pollack. Yeah, he was in here. He goes, there's a guy who walks around and does that. And there was a TV show in Great Britain at the time. That would be like Pollock to mess with you that way, though, wouldn't it? Maybe. Well, you know what's funny? Because we talked to him on the Caliendo cast, yeah. and he didn't remember that. Yeah. Like, telling me that. Son of a... But he loves the Alan Alda impression. Yeah, if you put it... If, if you bring it up, it brings up everything Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill Hader, that's his impression after that. But that was the thing he said, which was, I hear the girl in this is fantastic, and that's what his impression was on Saturday Night Live, which I wonder if that guy swiped off Hader at the time. Oh. Because I hadn't seen Bill Hader's impression. Anyway. Or maybe it was Bill Hader. Or did you? I'm telling you, this dude looked just like him. Maybe it wasn't even Michael Keaton at, at 15 minutes. Hey, baby girl. How you doing? Please stop calling me that. We got to do movies together because we're both broke. Face broke. off, too. Ugh. There's Wesley Snipes in this. Wesley Snipes, Broke Dicks. A new movie called Broke Dicks. <laughs> Sling Blade. I see what we're doing here. <laughs> Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro in Sling Blade. I see. It's Blade, and I'm retarded. I'm a retarded murderer. All right. I can do that. I aim, I aim to give you my books, boy. Ah, ah, sling blade. Midnight run. Yeah, I don't know. That was a real one. Though. I know. That yeah, was kind of fun. That Charles was him, Grodin. That was, that, was, yeah. that was him playing, though. That yeah. was him like, maybe, I think I can do funny. I'm funny. Am I not funny? Am I a funny guy? Let me analyze this. Still good, but you're starting that to go, was when he was, this is analyze, I can do right. comedy. That I wanted was, to expand was, that. Was analyze that, that was, was when you're like, he needs money. Yep. How in the world? Does he need money? And that was before they were all getting. That was like twenty five years ago. Let's see. Analyze. Analyze that. He. He. I see writing on a wall. This bitch is mean. We're gonna get a divorce. I gotta have a stockpile. Yeah. I, Bogan, I don't, don't you mess with my ideals and the people I hold dear. Did you just mumble that Alan Alda got a hooker? <laughs> yeah, you might have just. I did hear that too. <laughs> yeah. I've glossed over it. After this, I'm going to get a prostitute and have sex with her butt. <laughs> Will you fake Alan Alda? Please stop talking during the film. It's me. I know it's you, and I'm very uncomfortable. I'm going to switch aisles. There's only three people in the whole goddamn theater. And by the way, my review of Sucker Punch, come on, Brett. What were we thinking? Not me. No, I know. Rosy Cheek Brett. He actually texted me, you got to see Sucker Punch. It had come out that weekend. This was a Saturday afternoon. Friday, Brett sees it. You've got to see Sucker Punch. First off, soundtrack's unbelievable. The movie's incredible. Going to win awards. Cinematography. And I'm like, oh, wow, this dude loved. And you know what? Um, I got nothing to do. I'll try to conquer my fears. I'll go hang out with Alan Alda. I'll hang out with Alan at this, this 13-year-old boy's wet dream of girls who don't actually get naked. Sucker Punch is bad. None of you guys saw it? I Did you feel like so. it was I'm pulling it up right now. No, so. I never 4077? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is exactly how it was in the tents in Korea. You were not at... All right. <laughs> oh, it's a fantasy movie? Yeah. Oh, then there's no way I've seen it. Well, it wasn't fantasy those. like uh, dragons and stuff. It was oh. Nazi fantasy, which sold me. Right there, I'm sold. Right. Like, it's a Nazi fantasy movie. where, And the only fantasy is, is that it's robots and, like, it's a little sci-fi-ish and... Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what it was. The girl in it, I thought was good. I do believe that Alan was right. I thought she was going to be a huge superstar. She's gorgeous. I know. I've got an ad. I forgot her name. Something Browning? Is it the Emily star of the Browning? movie? Yeah. I forgot. Oh, God, I, I, saw, I have no well, idea. The fake Alan Alda was right. She's been in anything else? I hear the girl in this is fantastic. She's beautiful. And she's, you know, she actually she looks great in this movie. The blonde? Yeah, but she's okay. not actually a blonde either. Oh. She's like a dark hair. They just blonded her up for this. Oh, wait, you're... Take me away. Sucker punch is bad. With nowhere to hide. Yeah, she gets abused by her stepdad or something and then escapes to this... They send her off to this asylum. She looks pretty hot. Oh, she's beautiful. She really is distractingly pretty. And then they go to Lennox's house. This is about the time Alan says, And you're the girl in this. is fantastic. Oh, she's stunning. And oh, it is filmed. Chicks are fighting, too. Yeah, oh. It, and this is this. Look. look. Am, are you not watching this thinking to yourself it's going to be porn hot? Yeah. It's not. 
And if Blue finds out, we're dead. And all the girls we're are like go go dancers in a Nazi fight. <laughs> you're a freak. <laughs> and I watched it with fake Alan. Oh, Just and they teach him to dance, uh, the dance of the seven veils kind of thing, to where they lure people right into right hypnosis. A they death, can, a death dance. They hypnotize guys. But it's all kind of her fantasy to get back at this child rapist. And the best way to get back a child rapist is to dress like a schoolgirl. That'll help you to be free. Scott Glenn? Is that Scott Glenn? Scott yeah. Glenn's uh, yeah. Oh, look, the cast, you're like, Jesus, hot girl Scott Glenn. It's West Hightower. Actually, it's <laughs> watching this preview, I want to see it again. I, this, dragons? No, there are no, dragons. 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 Well, it gets like real dreamscape-ish. But it's Nazis, mostly. Since? No, oh, you got, yeah. And a key. It's like a big video game for girls. Okay. It's a mystery. But you are distracted by how pretty that girl is. Begin your journey. It will set you free. And much like Harley Quinn, the movie's so bad, after a while, she's not pretty anymore. See? What's her name? It, I think it's Emily Browning. I think I'm right. Maybe way off. Yep. Yeah. And what I else has she done? Nothing. Oh. Because I think this movie destroyed her career. She's locked in my basement. I, I took her home. Her character is Baby Doll? Baby Doll. Yeah. Well, everything about this, you would think. I forgot about the dragons. At that point, I think I was just looking at all the sucking down a diet coke. I don't know. She's currently on uh, American Gods. Is she? The TV series. The first the first part of that preview, I, I was sold. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm going. There, there's some hot chicks there. I but went. then I slapped down the dragon bucks. I slapped down 12 bucks just like all the... <laughs> And then uh, I mean, when I saw the dragon, I'm like, I'm in. You were in on the dragon. Yeah. Oh, John, John, John Hamm's in it. Who? Or John Hamm. Oh, John Hamm? Is yeah. he? Yeah. He's a high roller. Prior to, uh, I like how you jewed him up a little there. <laughs> John Hamm. <laughs> uh, Scott Clem. Hey, she's, she's been active. She hasn't been anything that you'd recognize, but she's Well, now do the search that terrific. all men do, Emily Browning nude. Oh, yes. all right. If we're going to do this, what do I care about her, her resume for? Let's get right to the... Uh, no, that's the other girl. No, nah, it's not Toledo is. screen. I'm just looking oh, at that's the, you. the pictures, yeah. yeah. I'm filling it up. You got it? You got to get out so yep, I can out. get hey, the Get code. out of there. What are you doing yeah. looking at CD Trying to see covers. the rest of the hot chicks. <laughs> there were, you know what? The other ones were okay. Carla Gugino. Yeah, she's in it. She's kind of the bad guy, and her accent's so bad. It's it's. Whoa. Reviewing a 14-year-old movie is never a good idea, but it's oof, it's rough. The Asian girl's pretty hot. Yeah. What's the matter? Yeah, you just saw her, too? Oh, yeah. Brett just finished. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm doing sucker punch. To, whoa, she did get naked in something. What's that? Why don't you go see that uh, with Alan Alda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear she gets naked in the third act. Summer intern? Is that what the name of it is? Summer intern? Oh, there she is in the fappening. Give me those. Bottom left. Boom, left, left. Boom. You can't recognize fappening photos? No. <laughs> upper right now. I'm a master at the... No, upper... Oh, for Christ's sake. Back to... Boom, boom. That's boom, not back, happening. Back one more. No. You see the one where she's kind of posing on her own phone, selfie shot down on the bottom? That. There you go. That was the one I was on. You I said know, no. and I said go up or right all the way and click on it, make it big. You don't know how to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give me the mouse. Where are you going? Oh, let me I go. Can't, I can't jerk off with this guy anymore. <laughs> Jesus. What is going someone, on? Someone might have a problem. We were having some fun. Well, <laughs> First I time I ever be, heard that one. I can't be on your timeline, evidently. <laughs> Jesus, what do you do? You have to map out five hours a day just to get the right video. I'm an expert. Two thumbs going mm-hmm. at once. I got a mouse. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know she did nakeds. And she never looked as good as she did in Sucker Punch. Like, the blonde hair worked. Yeah. Oh, I'm not complaining about that photo. Got decent cans. <laughs> That's what Alan said. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah, decent cans. <laughs> she reminds me of hot lips. Anyway, that's my Alan Alda story. What were we talking about? Clubbing and, and Oh, Gilbert. and clubbing and Gilbert. That's it. <laughs> You're right. You that's sick with Alan Alda then. It's, it's, the guy says, see Sleeping Beauty. She's in that, evidently. No. Mm, not um, going to see that. Not the Disney one, Brady. It's, Disney has nothing to do with this one. And Zack Snyder, no wonder I hated yeah. it. Zack Snyder uh, directed Sucker Punch. And he said it would be better if there were four more hours to it. 
Maybe if he had it all to explain. My, my buddy Rimbrack says, did you see the Snyder cut of the Justice League? And I'm like, I hated the Justice League. What good is four more hours of it? Oh, you got to see it. It's so good. I'm like, no. I'll never sit through four hours of Justice League when the when the two hour cut was. You have awful. to be a DC it's a way, fan. It's a way better sure. movie. Yeah. It's the remember the movie The Thin Red Line. Yeah, yeah. Mark and Hamill that, was in it. Was he in? Oh that? yeah, Mark Hamill and Lee Marvin. Every, right? No, no, no. This is a different one. This is the yeah. Jim was Hamill in that. The I don't think, I think so. he was. Was he anyway? This is Nick Nolte and all that. There are tons yeah. of stars. And the director said, if you'd have let me uh, have my edit, um, it would have been great. Yeah. It, six hours. Nobody's sitting through that. Yeah. And then who was the? Uh, it was Olivia Wilde, maybe. Someone says she not? loves to see all the director's cuts. So if they could do it, yeah, I don't. One of them was, you know, like what, she was talking about a Tarantino yeah. that would have been like eight hours. He ha- he has one on. Basically, when I put my money down for a movie, I'm saying you've got an hour and forty five minutes. Get something done here. And if it's really good, I'll give you that extra fifteen. It's like anything else, yeah, like unless it, it's it, like the Godfather or something. It's like a concert. That's three hours, All right? But it's like a concert. Well, we already know though going in. It's yeah. like a, I wouldn't have seen the Godfather in theaters. Damn it! No well, way. I've done it. Somebody would have told you know now, yeah, but yeah. if you didn't know, well, I guess maybe you because of the whole family <laughs> thing. If you said it's three hours, I'm like, ah, ain't happening. Ain't happening. Way off. Big red one. one oh, the big red one is what you're thinking. With of. Yeah, the thin red line came out in like two thousand or something. Like that. It's just forever. Gene messaged over and said uh, the sucker punch it was awesome and the chicks were hot and baby doll gets a lobotomy at the end. Oh, yeah, jeez. Spoiler alert. Well, I don't think anybody's gonna go see that what thing the? now. So, <laughs> but he's saying the movie was awesome. No, he's wrong. Okay, it was not good. Maybe it was the Alda effect. Maybe there was some sort of a he had cast a pall over how them. But I just thought it was terribly stupid. John, she does get naked in American Gods. Okay. That was that one photo I, I think that. you pulled yeah, up. Yeah, that's what you were looking at. Well, I've seen all I need to see. The but one like, I was pulling up was Summer in February. That was a movie. Yeah. Like a concert. You go to see a favorite band, you're basically saying, you guys have an hour and a half of my time. Yeah. Crush it. And if the encores go on for another 30 because the show was so great, you're fine. And then if it's really great and it goes for three hours, Godfather, you're like, that was the best show I've ever seen. It's got to be that. But if you start bleeding into like you know two hours minimum and half of it was songs we never heard before, You've crushed me. Movies are the same. You got an hour and forty-five minutes. Zack Snyder. Well, what you really need is an extra three hours of. No, I'm not giving you that. There's couples therapy on a marathon right now this weekend. I'm going back to watch Real Problems. I think the next thing we're going to see someday is just dogs with cameras on their heads. I think that's the like reality <laughs> TV. I think that's all we got. Now we're getting into the point where now reality TV is just film them, film people uh, mm-hmm. divorcing. Okay, that's basically what it is. <laughs> Film people that are on the cusp of getting out of their mess. And all this show makes you think is we should never be together. Like, humans should be individual. The par- Pairing up things is a bad idea. Enjoy your time. Yeah, that's about it. It's like, yeah, try to make the most. Like the one Jewish guy keeps saying, it's like, I just want to enjoy a day. Where's that? I can't enjoy a day if you don't put a baby in me. It's been 11 years. I don't know what to think of this, but I can't divorce her. Her mother would be very disappointed. Oh, it's great. Got to get on that. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right. The wake-up song brought to you guys by our friends over there at Action Ride Shop in Mesa. Looking for that new bike? Looking for a little service on that new bike? Head on over there. Josh and Brian and all the boys are going to hook you up. Uh, check them out on Facebook at Action Ride Shop on Instagram Here's the thing well. a good bike mechanic does that people don't know. If you're going to ride your bike, especially when you get into uh, the age bracket that uh, I'm in, is if you don't have your bike suited for you, you're doing uh, irreparable damage to your hips, knees, and back. It's fact. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Like if you ride a bike, it's like, oh, my God, this is exactly how it's supposed to go. Like they gauge the – because what Brian did to mine was he changed the suspension and it's a full suspension bike. If that's wrong, you're actually messing your legs up. And they do a great job if you're going to ride a lot. If you're riding right. once every two weeks, who cares? You can yeah. ride a tricycle. But if you're riding a lot, that's – it's. Really cool. And if you're riding heavy on the trails. Oh, definitely. If you're doing trail rides at all, you better get that thing adjusted. Those guys are the best. So, absolutely. By far. All right, go ahead. So, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Filter, Megadeth, System of a Down. A bunch of requests for Mudvayne because uh, apparently, I think today, they're supposed to announce their 
reunion tour. Oh, really? Yeah, they're going to get back together. Well, Chad doesn't have much to do with Hell Yeah anymore, so he's... And maybe I could be in the band. Do you think maybe I could be in the Mudbane? <laughs> I, got, I got some How bills to pay. pay? Uh, scream with me! <laughs> screaming! A lot of screaming. Uh, is that a gunshot? Maybe. A lot of those going around. Mudbane. <laughs> Are the ladies in the house? I, I believe they're falling to sleep. Is that them? I think that's yep. them. Falling <laughs> to sleep. Uh, I could do it. It's good, Bob. Thank you. Check, please. I got a pay lady. I could be in all those bands. Dirt House. I'm a, Static X needs a singer. Huh? Huh? Your ass smells like a rose. I know the words. <laughs> all right, let's do a little mud vein then in honor of them all right. putting let's it back it. together. I don't care. Uh, There's three on there. Death Blooms. I like Death Blooms. Death Blooms. I know that one. Death Blooms. Who's the guy with the garden full of death blooms? Is it you? I don't know. I sing songs for Tra-la-la-la. money. la <laughs> la He's on the. He's in a. He's in that tunnel under Twenty Fourth Street, going into the, fat, the Biltmore. Hello there. How are you? There's a guy always in there singing because if you're a guitar player and a vocalist and you want to hear how good you actually aren't, go sing in that tunnel. The acoustics in that tunnel. Have you been in that thing? <laughs> no. Walk through it. Every Friday and Saturday night, there's a dude or some guy. You're like pentatonics in there? It, it, it's one dude sounds like 20, and it's beautiful. It's, it's a cathedral. We should have shows inside that tunnel. In fact, I'm going to talk to Larry today and the city of Phoenix and see if we can get like one of – like when we had Cornell. Yeah. If we could have put that in that tunnel, epic. Oh, man. It is the, – the acoustics are unreal. I've, I sat – I've never done that to a street performer before. But a dude was in there singing, uh, I think it was the Simon and Garfunkel's, um, it, what was it, the, the, the Only Living Man in New York. Great song. And he's hitting it, and it's bouncing off these walls, and I froze. And I stood alone in a tunnel with a man <laughs> who's sitting Indian, you know, crisscross applesauce, playing his guitar. And I'm like, la 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> and then he did Shallow, and I kicked him in the face and took his guitar full of money. <laughs> but I gave him, I'd never given people money before. That one I'm he did. That. I had a couple bucks in my well because I stared at him. I was alone in there. Like you have to pay for that. I took some of his stuff. And he said, "It's me, it's Paul Simon." Yeah. Oh, thank you. The only living man in New York. <laughs> huh? The acoustics make me sound better. Yeah, I. Uh, it was amazing. We got to do a show. Fifteen, twenty people will set up some chairs and let like uh, stri- and call it street performances. You know who's going to take this idea? It's the gay station. Because they do all sorts of artistic crap like that. Nobody goes to it. If we did it on our station, we'd be, it would be great. Street performer, except for the street performers like Corey Taylor. And Tunnel he'd jams. Oh, man. He'd do he it. would do it. He would do that. we got to talk about this. This is too good an idea. I've sparked a great plan. But he will be in town soon. Yeah. Because remember, well, who was that girl that, uh, was it Alanis Morissette that just recently did that thing in the subway with Fallon, even though Fallon was involved? And, and, they, sang, it might have been. Yeah. and they sang tunnel songs. And people flipped out. They haven't been in a tunnel until they've been to this one. And it's only like 110 feet tops. It's gorgeous. We're doing this. Now I'm getting a bunch of people telling me a sucker punch was great. <laughs> Kyle Pierce says, I just had taken a sip of water when you said the phrase, I can't jerk off with this guy anymore. <laughs> I'm now cleaning up water all over my kitchen. Thank you for that. I also watched Sucker Punch back in the day thinking there might be nudity. The only reason to go as a man. I do not remember the plot at all. But some of those girls were hot. Yeah. The movie is a complete nudity letdown. Ugh. But Emily Browning pays it back in American Gods. You ready? Got the mutt vein? Let's do it. All right. When will we find out if they're... Uh, sometime, they're supposed to announce something today. So right. Hopefully right. we'll hear about it. Well, we'll see if we can get it. That's good. They're re- reuniting. They'll get it together. Probably by early next year, we'll see them live. I would think, yeah. Rehearse, or in the fall. Yeah. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. Rock radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah.